right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Naomi Ekparrigan. Hello, Naomi. Hello, y'all. For the listener, it took us a journey to get here, okay? We're <laughs> popping off, finally. Your girl's Thank computer you. can't handle Riverside. Dave I Anthony know. asked if I wanted to put makeup on my face. And I said, no, David, this is my face. And that's how we started. This is quite a curtain peel back. Uh, a lot. I mean, it feels like we've already done it. And yeah, Dave. <laughs> I came in hot. Are you camera ready? Well, that's just because we know you're shooting so much stuff now. So you, since, since you were, first of all, you're the first repeat guest we've had. An honor. So that should be, yeah, you should be number honored. one. No, this is um, huge. This is big. I know you're doing a lot of other stuff, but congratulations. But you're the second <laughs> guest on a podcast. This is this much is bigger big. than anything else you're doing. No, this no, no. Big. This is huge. And then you know this is my stepping stone to being with you live. Because when y'all do your uh, live episodes, you need a strong black woman sometimes to just kind of yell. Yeah, that's true. I, I'll and push so back. This a lot is my of people say. Stone. A lot of people say I'm the strong black woman at the live. Yeah, show. and, Gar- and like- the and the people who say that are mostly Gareth. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. and they do not stop saying it. Sometimes <laughs> to a fault. Um, no, that would be great. But again, we would uh, there would be travel involved, and there's yeah. the slippery slope we keep talking about. Um, Naomi, you have a great podcast. Dave and I have been on your podcast called Couples Therapy yeah. that you do with uh, Andy. Your um, your man, your your husband in waiting. Is that? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Wedding coming up soon, March eleventh, twenty twenty three. Wow! Oh, okay. yeah. wow. wow! Are you planning a spreader? Like... Are you planning a spreader event for that? Um, you know, spread? really trying to. Um, it's going to be outside. So that is kind oh. of the big plan to avoid becoming a super spreader because my nightmare nice. is people being like, oh, really good chicken. I almost died there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm really trying to make it like so it's all outdoor and hopefully yeah. that will be, you know, that'll help us stave that off. And then we're going to have like um, HEPA filters inside because you have to go inside to use the restroom. So we're going to oh, have okay. those like in the in the nice. indoor space. So well done. Crossed. Thank you. Is it, uh, well, now, somebody is it- likes to read. <laughs> Is uh, is it okay if we've not been invited? But if Dave and I can figure out where it is, are we allowed to show up? Show up. You know what? I say anybody can come to the cocktail hour. You can come, <laughs> have yourself some dumplings, have a drink. But uh-huh. you gotta get you gotta get out when the plated meal starts. Okay. Uh, right. the we'll game's see. afoot, Naomi. The game's afoot. <laughs> Um, if we okay, can get so, in the oh. cocktail hour and take out two guests, can we then take their place at the meal? Well, that's a musical chair situation. If you're already Look, sitting, I'll allow it. Who am I to say? Okay. You shouldn't be sitting We're there. Gonna beat seat, them up. Uh, we're going to beat them up and take their outfits like a cartoon. <laughs> um, right. Perfect. Now, uh, we'd like to have a guess as to what year we might be dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. Naomi, I'll guess that we're dealing with... I think he's going to give us something more recent. I'm going to guess 1940. Oh, my God. That's mm. interesting because when I was here the last time, again, I am a repeat guest. I like to just first repeat for guest. everyone. First repeat yeah, everyone. Guest. You're welcome. Um, we were like in the 70s, if I remember correctly. Oh, so okay. I was also ah. thinking like maybe 40s, very fraught time. But I thought maybe the 1940s would be like mm, juicy. 
Okay, so let's say we'll both we're both going we're both hitching our wagons to the forties, David. You're both wrong. <laughs> Damn it! Two strong Nin- black women. Nineteen oh seven. Oh, that's not too far off. That's good. Though. That's not. That's a good year. Uh, July twenty first in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh. oh, you thought Alaska was boring? Now <laughs> go back a hundred years. <laughs> Uh, let's see, on page one, looks like I got a lot of ads, but uh, <clears throat> it's like the this dollar. is uh, a <laughs> persistent <laughs> wife keeps after hubby. <laughs> Great. Uh, Mrs. R. Hebblewaite poured gasoline over the clothes of her drunken husband, and because he would not talk back to her, she set them on fire. Wow. <gasps> Wait, are we talking Alaskan waiting to exhale? Is this, is, this, is this a 1907 Angela Bassett? Uh, this is huge. Uh, 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 <laughs> this sobered him up very quickly, and he ran to the neighbors, and the fire was put out, and the man was taken to the hospital. Was he still wearing <laughs> them? Yeah, he, he, was, he was in the clothes. They, they, <laughs> I would have said that from the – if I was writing this myself, I would have been like – uh, she set him on fire, but yeah, the article wants us to think it was. Ju- article just wants us to think it was just the clothes, but That's the clothes the, were this indeed is written on by him. the lawyers. Like all she did was burn an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Who was to know her husband lived inside of the clothing? Your Honor, this is ridiculous. It's also beautifully Fox News because she's described as being persistent. persistent. <laughs> really, she very a much real go getter. <laughs> This woman won't quit. She won't this quit. This woman just, she wouldn't take no. <laughs> she she wouldn't take and no. by the way, it she's freezing. She's simply looking for a heat source. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the cold jury. Um, so there's only one sentence left. Uh, he will recover, and now the wife wants him arrested for drunkenness. Well, I okay, love it. okay, I... wait. No, 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 Miss Hebble, wait. You cannot turn the tables in that manner. You cannot light it. somebody on fire and then say, see, <laughs> see, he was drunk. You see what she did? You know what? Actually, I cha- as I'm saying it, I changed my mind. She's a bad bitch. I'm obsessed like with it. her setting him I on like fire it. and then trying to get him arrested. I And, and I you mean, could, one could argue the combustibility is raised by the alcohol level of the man. This is true. all very, this is legal. This is fine. It's not a great marriage. <laughs> oh, I know. I think it's I just I think it needs work. I think they need some counseling. I don't because um, because and I just say that because she set him on fire. Because she lit him on fire. No, right. She lit lit him on fire. She lit clothes on fire that he happened (laughs) to be in at the time of the lighting. She burned an outfit, you asshole. Oh, my God. Ralph. I had no idea. Your neighbor comes over to your house and he's on fire. (laughs) And and didn't it say that he ran to the neighbors? Yes, he ran to the neighbors. So he, on fire, runs to the neighbors, gives a knock, and they're like, Ralph, what's up? And he's like, "Uh, Catherine lost it. Can you put me out? And they're like, roll in the snow. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, God. God bless Alaska. Bless Alaska. Just set each other on fire all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, listen to me. And then they just set each other on fire. Oh, the look of the <laughs> twins. <laughs> um, uh, fired at American boat. 
The steamer San Jose of the Pacific Coast Steamship Company just reached port from her regular South American trip. She underwent an experience quite out of the ordinary and one which her officers, crew, and passengers will long remember. This is much. Be- this is a much better setup than the last one. <laughs> yeah, so far. This is. A, it's very straightforward. Yeah. When so entering, when entering the harbor at uh, I can't read it. Uh, action, action. Uh, I can't really read it. Um, sure. Salvador. So in in El Salvador, I assume they're just calling oh. it Salvador. Um, okay. Early early on the morning of July seventh, she was fired upon from the fort guarding the harbor. The firing was stopped by the captain running a white sheet to the masthead. So they, they gave up. Right. But we say they surrendered. Just, I'm not into this passive voice. They were fired upon the firing. Who fired at the boat? Okay, that's interesting. Uh, an investigation proved that the ship was mistaken for a Nicaraguan gunboat. No one was injured, and the officers of the fort were profuse in their apologies. <laughs> Well, that's nice. It's that's nice to sweet. offer a mea culpa. I'm yeah. very sorry. I'm so just... sorry. Wait a minute. You're from El Salvador? Okay, I thought you were Nicaraguan. <laughs> I don't thought know. you were Nicaraguans. I so we're really so sorry. But we have four, we got cannons, so we're like, what are we doing here? Let's yeah. uh, let's use some shit. Let's, let's uh... stop them. Uh-oh, there's a, there is a water famine in Seattle. Water what? famine? Seattle. Also known as a drought, but shouldn't we thirsty. call it a water famine? Yes. I'm sorry, shouldn't may we? I have a sip? I'm experiencing water famine. <laughs> <laughs> but also, doesn't it always rain in Seattle? Does it not do that yes. anymore? Yes. What yeah. year is this? Yeah, it's it's July. It's, it's July 20th, so it's a summertime. So they're just spoiled. And they and yeah. they're not. They're probably not great at capturing water at this point. You know, they oh. probably don't have you reservoirs. Think so? I feel like in 1907, so. that's all you can do is capture water. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are no other activities. <laughs> there are no other skills. You just, like, capture water. This is I think fun. they were just like, well, we have a lake. Let's just use the lake. Just that's let- probably what they okay. were doing. Okay, fair, uh, fair, fair. Like- you are the historian but, of the group. You're the historian of the group. But, well, I'm- no, let's say this. All the Seattle experts on water, feel free not to tell me <laughs> what the actual situation is. <laughs> Well, what'll be great is that this will be released in six months, and we will not remember what we talked about, and someone will be like, Seattle was capturing water at low levels in the early... And we'll be like, what are... Sorry, what are you talking about? Uh, what's we did this, going like, on? There was I one we not, did... I, I do not click like. When people do that, when they, like, come I back know. with a receipt, I'll be like, honey, I can't even acknowledge this yeah, receipt. I know. You're just like, look, I am, I am at the grocery store. I don't know what the fuck you are talking about right now. <laughs> Uh, so this is a pretty classic. I think this is a pretty Fairbanksy, tiny story. The headline is "Leaves for Outside." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna uh, say up until this one, there were this is actual news. They, yeah. I was gonna commend them for actually kind of having like news stories in the paper, but then, well, they, uh, before, then it was a story I think about the, someone going outside. I think all the other, the other ones are from other places. Now this is a local Fairbanks story. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're finally. Okay. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar Nelson, the former partner of Gus Peterson on numbers seven and eight above Fairbanks Creek, has left for the outside for an extended what? trip. Okay, wow, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Is this a gay couple? And you're telling me the news is one person went outside. It's big. He's you're left telling for outside. Me. I think it's their way of saying maybe like the, the outback, like the, the country. Like I think he's going out into the. 
forest. I, I don't buy it because I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> 1907 Alaska, it's all forest, okay? The bathroom is forest. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the grocery store is forest. You know what I mean? You get burned forest. That's true. Yeah. All right. Also, so he's just going outside. You, how do you report news unless you're going outside to get it, which would then itself be you are making news by acquiring news? Am I the uh, only one who got stoned I, before no. this? I think you opened. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with you because if going outside is news, everyone is news. Okay. Yeah, anybody it's who re- everyone's yeah. news. And any and any reporter would have to yeah. get like unless this guy like came to his door and was like, I went outside. He was like, Holy shit! Come in here. This is crazy. <laughs> what Take was it down like, for me, man? Jimmy. What'd you yeah. see out there, kid? <laughs> and how do we get this to the editor? I don't know. <laughs> I've been writing a paper in here for nine years alone. Uh, This is from the Times News Service uh, headline. Gossip of women starts murder theory. Okay. Okay. First true crime podcast. First true crime (laughs) podcast. Go on. Uh, This happened in Illinois. Uh. It was reported yesterday that proof would be forthcoming to show that the wife of Banker McGill had been chloroformed. Jesus Christ, that's not your headline? (laughs) Women be chatty. (laughs) Someone got chloroformed. (laughs) Women and their gossip, am I right? Wasn't your wife chloroformed? Yeah, she's she's passed out. From (laughs) Ragmouth. The latter, with his second wife and daughter, oh, they had to throw in he's been married before. It's oh, twice yeah. married, son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. The latter, with his second wife and daughter, have been in hourly fear because the indignation, because of the indignation expressed by citizens. But the promised proof was not forthcoming today, and the banker and his alleged accomplice are to be released. Oh, so they arrested him, believing that he had chloroformed. Uh, the wife of someone else. I thought right? his own wife. This is wife. very confusing. I thought it was yeah. his own wife. You see what I'm saying? Anybody could write in 1907. They said, you want to yeah, be this is bad at the writing. newspaper? Because nobody making any sense. The first person said she lit clothes on fire. The clothes was had a person on them. And now this one is saying, um, because of the proof of the chloroform gossiping women, therefore he has been released. And it's like, is that even grammar? I bet the reporter's like, what do you mean? And then he got chloroformed. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Banker McGill right. is his said wife. to have chloroformed his wife and daughter, maybe not daughter, but his wife. wife. Jesus. And, what did you do and, to mom? Look, I'm sorry, Sally. This is just, I'm going to chloroform everyone who asks questions about the chloroformings. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the game. You know the chloroform okay. comes out when I want to I watch hey, what the, the game. Why are your daughter and wife chloroformed? Come here, Andrew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, what happened to Andrew? Oh, I'm going to get a little more on the rag here. <laughs> Honey, um, I was going to see what you all want. Oh, my God. God damn it, Mom. Just drop. <laughs> but now it says, okay, so, but the promised proof was not forthcoming today, and the banker and his alleged accomplices are... To be released. So there were other people involved in this. Right. This story is assuming that everybody knows what's happened. Yeah. And nobody knows what's happened because it's been picked up in a Fairbanks paper. So no one knows the backstory. But this paper's like everybody knows about Banker McGill. Right. In Illinois, very far from Fairbanks. But now where where does the gossip come in? So <laughs> there like, is no part. 
There is no evidence to show that they committed the alleged murder. It is now claimed that murder. the murder theory started from the gossip of women. Aha! Uh, oh! So, a mere chloroforming, so, uh, an act of revelry and just light fun and jokes, a big goof <laughs> to most of us. The women get a hold of this. They start gabbing away, and all of a sudden it's a murder when it's really just a rag coma. <laughs> okay. Is that wow. right? And because the wife, it said the wife is in fear of the citizens, so the wife had not been chloroformed, but the rumor had started that chloroformed ha- chloroforming had been done. I thought it was just the done. husband who was in fear of the citizens. Like, I thought it yeah, was okay the- this. Wife is dead. Husband and kids No, she's not dead. She's what? not dead. She's scared because the rumor is is that she is dead, but she's not dead. This is and her hu- and her, that her husband did it, and she's like, guys, I'm here. And they're like, Quiet. I don't buy it. Quiet, Andrea. We're trying to figure Straight out what up. the fuck happened to you. <laughs> this is, you know what? This is anyway. not news. This is a fever dream. This is a fever it's, dream of somebody this who's is, not well. This is what happens when you get chloroformed and someone's like, what happened? You're like, well, so I died and <laughs> um, nicknames of the pugilists. What? I mean, Many of the little boxers. you got to really take your hat off to just the disorganization of papers. So the headlines. Yeah, no, it's 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 really there's no I, we're still I mean, not at the we're still not at the place in in newspapers yet where they're like big news on the first page and yeah. then we'll do lesser news and then yeah, we'll do sports. Was, the, we're still at the point where they're like let's just put something here. It was just right. like you took right. a handful of like headline magnets and then just threw it at the <laughs> fridge and you're like there it is. That's the order. <laughs> Many of the leading boxers of the country who, who are who use assumed names in the prize ring would hardly be known by their family names. For instance, many people are not aware that the Philadelphia Jack O'Brien was christened Joseph Francis Anthony Hagen. That's Here his with are some. Wait. No, his, his boxing his name box, is Jack O'Brien. Yeah. Okay. His, his real name, name is, is much longer. Yes. Yeah, no, you don't want to be like, Muhammad Ali fighting Joseph Francis Anthony Hagen. (laughs) The third junior. Uh, Here with are some of the ring's titles of the famous fighters, past and present. Oh, okay, so just listing names. Yeah, they just fill in space. They just fill in space. Uh, Because this is is just like fun fact. Yeah. It's pop-up yeah, video. Fact. Pop-up video. Well, there's <laughs> uh, John L. His real name is John L. Sullivan. <laughs> How is that? What? You're not going to believe this. How did they come up with that? Well, they just got rid of O'Sullivan. I'm sorry. You've lost me. How did they do it? John uh, the next L. One is, the next one is Fitz, whose real name is Robert J. Fitzsimmons. All right, nicknames. Okay, I'm getting how nicknames work. Keep talking. The first one was great. Australian Billy Murphy is actually Thomas William Murphy. (laughs) Okay, so his middle name. (laughs) Oh, here's a good one. Uh, I bet. Isaac O'Neill Weir is known as the Belfast Spider. Wait, that's special. Now we're talking. And that is a great great one. 
He's got eight hands. <laughs> the Belfast Spider. Ooh. William Meyer is the Streeter Cyclone. The Streeter well, Cyclone? Yeah, S-T-R-E-A-T-O-R. I think that's what does the street cleaning. Streeter. Oh, Streeter. Hey, get out of the way. I've got all the trash. <laughs> Don't park there from 9 to 11, or you'll get a ticket from the street cyclone. Uh, John Griffin is brain tree lad. Hello, no. I'm out of this corner. Brain tree lad. That's a bad one. I'll that's say a, it. That is I'm very not bad afraid one. to just say that's a very bad one. Brain tree He's going to brain tree you, kid. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see, a couple more. Uh, Amos Smith is Mysterious Billy Smith. <laughs> mysterious. All right, mysterious is the worst. Be... Mysterious is the worst boxing nickname ever. <laughs> I mean, it's... you're not going to be. We don't know so where he's gone. We have no details. This man just walked into the ring. He's where the hell is he? <laughs> he's not even here. This guy just keeps you guessing. <laughs> Um, there's also uh, Frank Craig is the Harlem coffee cooler. That's right. Harlem He's... coffee cooler? Yeah. Is coffee something Harlem was known for in 1907? Someone's got to cool that coffee. <laughs> cool it off. Cool he'll it take off. all the hot coffee and he'll cool it down. That's how good of a fighter he is. That's how, how hard are... he punches. It makes no sense. Oh, it makes absolutely no sense. The Harlem coffee. I hope you like that cold. Jesus, dude. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I got brain treed. Like, uh, yeah, Except <laughs> for those the brain the, tree lad. <laughs> those are the best ones. There's not really. Benny but does Yenger this go is the, on for an entire slasher. page? Does it go it on for on, an entire page? It goes into another section. It's like just a giant list of nicknames. Most Imagine of them are like. turning the page in the paper Jackson. being like, that was ridiculous. Jesus Christ, another page? <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.
Will not prosecute man who used axe to horse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, again, you know, a headline should both clarify and grab <laughs> one's attention. <laughs> and what I feel is happening here is they can't decide which one they want to do. They don't want to right. either want to grab your attention or they want to tell you what's going on. And uh, yep. axe to horse, again, there's a passivity to it. There's a lack yep. of clarity. Like, what do you mean the axe? Somebody tried to chop their horse's head off? No, 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 I no, think no. That might... uh, an axe went to a horse. An axe, oh. an axe took itself to the horse. It's an Axes accident. are drawn to horses. Yep. Naturally. But wait, Care. no charges, right? They're saying no charges. You can just axe a horse. Well, Jay Peter, the owner of the poor horse, which was, which was chopped in the thigh the other day, says <laughs> that he will not... It says he will not prosecute the miserable wretch who perpetrated the deed, as he believes the publicity given to the event will, in this case, be enough to scare the man and any others that would want to do a like deed. (laughs) So, so a man hit a horse with an axe in the thigh. Right. Yes. And everybody was so mad at him. And he has such a shit reputation now that the guy who owns the horse is like, that's enough. That's enough. And, and he's like, nobody else is going to do this. Because now all of Fairbanks is like, Jim is shit. This is a Fairbanks story then. This is 100% a Fairbanks story. Don't you think in order to put an axe into a horse's thigh, you'd have to go outside? <laughs> ha- haven't yeah, we just kind of blown the lid off the excitement of a man going outside story? <laughs> This is this is a twofer. Well, this guy not only went outside, he took an axe to a horse thigh. Like right. it was a tree trunk. Like that's what's wild about yeah. it. He like hit the horse like it was very much a tree, which leads <laughs> me to think that maybe he was drunk and should have been set on fire. See, they get drunk in Fairbanks. They need to just be set on fire to stop them. Which also leads to the point of the guy who got set on fire, he was outside. And he had to go to another person's house who had to go outside to find him. I'm just going to continue to poke holes in the newsworthiness of that story about the person who went outside. Yeah. This is why it's Garrett could live in the past because he's a whistleblower. I can't yeah, live in the a, present, but yeah. He's a narc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all in outside. Speaking, in speaking on the matter, Jay Peter said, while all the circumstances that surround the case point strongly to the party who was guilty of injuring my horse... And a little girl actually saw the act committed. Oh, I feel that the poor fellow has already received all the punishment that I care to give him owing to the publicity given to the fiendish deed when it was committed. I will not prosecute him. I know he will not do it again. The horse's wound is already healing some and owing to the (laughs) cut being lengthwise in the thigh. I hope he will be well again in a few weeks. Lengthwise is Okay, now I'm about to blow a whistle. You're yep. saying he's gotten so much attention, he'll never do it again. That's right. David Anthony. Where is the man's name listed in this story? I th- I'm thinking they don't. I'm thinking that they. It's like a don't give him any more attention, this guy, or he'll keep no, doing this it. this is bad reporting. How you going to tell me that everybody knows it's him, and now he's going to be ashamed? You won't even put his name in the paper. I Again, agree. we're in Fairbanks where they're like, right. I d- we don't have to give the full story because everybody already knows that this is shit Jim. Yeah, just shit Jim because it's very vague because we know the name of the horse owner, but not the name of the man. He's I, like, I won't say anything about the perpetrator. It's like, what is the perpetrator's name? I need to know. 
you can I I do believe that Naomi has won the article. I think that <laughs> it you. has been Thank decided you. that you can't be like, look, he's been ashamed. It's like, who the fuck is he? Enough. <laughs> Let Leave him live. Alone. Leave him alone. alone. He's been through. Nobody knows who it was. Yeah. Look, I mean, he's synonymous with horse axing now. <laughs> who is he? Oh, come on. Let him be. Uh, oh, this is a follow-up. This to is hilarious. One? No, to a different story. <laughs> the Vancouver is, man. Is, the Vancouver. Is, this is on another. It's on page four. And the where did the fire story happen? Page one. Well, yeah, it was like the uh, starter. Yeah. First page. That's how you drop the amuse. In. Yeah, the amuse bouche. Yeah. So now we have another comment on it. The Vancouver man whose wife poured gasoline on him and set it afire, and when he finally escaped cremation wanted him arrested for drunkenness and had better plead guilty and pay his fine. He is up against too strenuous a game. Uh, okay, Wait, so they're saying to so put him in jail. Yeah, they're saying he I th- I th- they're saying he needs to plead guilty because right. so because his foe is too strong. Like don't don't take on this lady anymore, this <laughs> wife lady of yours. Just give in. Give up the fight. And wow. how is this- wouldn't wouldn't this just work as like the end of the original story? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Garrett. it's quite Why an intermission. Why is it yeah. on? It's board? just it's what, literally what just a tiny little paragraph in the middle of the page. Exactly. <laughs> so who the fuck was just like, all right, look, this month's paper's almost done. <laughs> it has a scrapbooking element to it. Where yeah, like, oh, I have a little open square. What should I put here? And then it's like, just like move this. A grandma is just kind of going through decoupaged headlines, and you're like, Grandma, this is just kind of crazy. Exactly. And then they told him that he should be careful. <laughs> it's like a glue stick in a dream, and it's like, X to horse. Leave him alone. And it's like, Grandma. Yeah. Uh, this comes out of Portland. George DeMars, an artist painter, was killed near here by an 11 year old boy. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Christ. Holy shit. What? Wow. Uh, uh, Jackson Reed yesterday. So the 11 year old boy is named Jackson Reed. So this uh, guy put, a, ax, put his yeah. name out. <laughs> put an axe in a horse. Come on. Leave, let him live. This 11 year old, like this little Jackson Reed shit. <laughs> DeMars was on a fishing trip and was following the stream across the grounds of the Reed farm. This angered the young Reed boy, Reed boy who procured a gun and shot DeMars, killing him instantly. Jesus. Wow. Um, that's bad parenting. I'm gonna... I think that's good parenting. I'm on coming from the other you side. Think... I like the parenting. Yeah. You think this is good? I think this is a really bad parenting. I mean, this guy was well, just fishing. Look at it this way. Fishing. First of all, he's stealing your fish. Second of all, he's if not the dad fish, it's a stream. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> Second of all, if the dad if the dad shoots him, you're talking. There's going to be some legal action. You get the 11 year old. I didn't know no bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Back in business. Yep. No, no, because you know in 1907, yeah. 11 is really 35. So That's I feel true. like you could definitely put that 11 year old in jail. By We're yeah, putting him in jail for the rest of his life. Nine years. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, this is a story that they put in there, and and you're like, how did you not go further on this? Like this is a, wait wait is that the end? Ha, of that's it. it. That's the, the whole. End is that's just the whole story. Him instantly. 
Well, yeah, that's to be it. fair, in two pages, we might get our conclusion. I was going to say, flip ahead. <laughs> flip ahead four pages yeah, and get me some probably details. two more sentences. <laughs> Tell me if he's already escaped prison. Yeah, yeah. Now he's thir- Now the thirteen-year-old boy. Wait, what? <laughs> now we twenty-five write each paper and married. Over four years. Every paper <laughs> is written. Um, this is from New York. Uh, Daniel W. Baker, U.S. Attorney in the Department of Justice at Washington, together with his bride, narrowly escaped death today when an auto- automobile in which they were riding plunged over the edge of a hundred-foot. Precipice. Oh my Holy shit. And they lived? The machine landed upright and the party escaped with that serious injury. So it was like a cartoon. What? Exactly. That's they, they did a They literally did a Wile E. Coyote. Wow. Do we have a quote well, from them? Do we have a quote from one of the lovers? We have nothing. That's the end God of the story. This, you know, I just. I'm very upset by the Fairbanks local. I really wish <laughs> they would give me information. Because also, don't you imagine the 1907 car? is like made of like scrap metal. Like I'm surprised yeah. that it even could withstand the impact of a precipice. Well, this is when they made cars yeah. with parachutes. So <laughs> it is very animated. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You would imagine someone would be like, what was that like? But instead people are like, we've got the story. Done. They lived. We're done here. They're done. Here's another, uh, here's another story. This one seems local, I think. Hair raising trip in the automobile. Old-timer tells about the voyage to Fox City last night. You cannot follow a fucking story about people going in a car over a bridge landing upright with, a guy went downtown in a car. (laughs) What? What is Fox City? Is it a city of foxes? I think back then you just named a city... Like, because there's the frontier. So, yeah, you just saw something. Well, you saw something and you're like, there's foxes here. Oh, (laughs) shit. Fox City. You know, Bear Town. I'm from Brown Deer, Wisconsin. And one time this guy was like, you know how it got its name? And I was like, I don't think I do, actually. I always thought it was just because there was a bunch of brown deer. And he's like, so you do know. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Does anyone want to? Does anyone want to take a makeup break or anything? Anybody need to? You know, I could what touch up. Deal? I could touch up my tizo. Now that you mention it, David. You, you are such a dirtbag. He's babe. a messy bitch who lives for drama. That's who he is. <laughs> That's, That's what I've always said about uh, David. Uh, <laughs> we've got a new Twitter handle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a messy uh, bitch. He really is. Dead. Uh, Dave Lottie chaperoned a party of seven out to Fox Gulch in his new automobile at three o'clock this morning. Okay, so they're shit faced. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're three o'clock up. In the morning. Yeah. 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 Some of that Alaska he, snow. He made, <laughs> he, <laughs> he made the round trip in 80 minutes traveling time. One old timer who was a guest tells about it. All right. Is, is there a he quote? Says, oh, okay. He says, I thought they the were going to be like, See you later. <laughs> He says the blooming thing is ten feet long and could <laughs> and could make fifty feet in a jump. A car. He's describing a yeah. car. He's saying cars could jump fifty feet. He, it's a ten foot long car that could jump fifty feet. That's correct. Yep. So this That's guy exactly what an old person would say. Well, he doesn't know measurements. He's just, nobody's ever no been sense. like, "This is a foot." He's like, "This thing's ten feet. It could probably jump fifty feet." 
it's also like it's 1907 and he's in a car like and he's drunk right so they've asked him this question at 4 30 in the morning he's wasted like he's just like it was it's huge. one of those we it's one of those far it's a dash cam video of him like kind of wobbling as the cop's like all right so uh what did you explain where's this a 10 foot car could just jump jump 100 feet all right can you do the alphabet backwards <laughs> i said hey we've got foxes about a hundred feet the car is jumping Woo, it would hit a raise in the road. So they didn't even know what to call bumps at this point. <laughs> they're so roads are so new. They're like, is it a raise? What do we call it? Uh, it would hit a raise in the road, fly up, jump up and forward 60 or 80 feet, hit bottom and bounce. He said <laughs> he was. Bounce? This is not a car. I, I mean, honestly, come on. Is, does it have Acme written on the side? <laughs> he said he was sure they struck bedrock 20 times. He said he crossed the Tanana when the ice was going out, mushing, and had to run up against many inconveniences. But he had to ask to get out and walk back when they had covered about three miles of the return trip at a rate I, of 50 miles an hour. I literally have no idea what's happening. He's, why he, would you ever ask a drunk person for a quote? Nothing they're saying is makes any sense. It's about a, forty feet mush. Okay, he's like, and then I hit some mush, and I went up in the road, and we hit bedrock. And I said, "Get, let me out. I'm walking. Let me out." I shouted, "Yabba dabba do!" Cut the floor out and did it with my feet. <laughs> Woo, mushy ground. I this next sentence. He said, Colonel. McRae was the chiffonier. Who's Colonel McRae? Another <laughs> Fairbanks local we don't know. A chiffonier a like in... Well, I think he's really hammered because chiffonier in English means uh, a chest of drawers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like Beauty and the Beast where he's like, then the candlestick told me I gotta marry this dog man. <laughs> the Beast is a dog man, Gareth. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. What is he? Is he mixing up that word with something? Is there another word that he could be mixing up? Does he mean chauffeur? chauffeur. That's what he's trying to say. That's what I thought. Do you think he's okay? Sounds like a magician chauffeur. He spelled it, and it's in quotes, so they're probably making fun of him. Right, right. Because it's C H I F F O N E E R. So he's trying to say chauffeur, and there's. And they're sure. saying, and he, maybe he has an accent. Well, or he's drunk, just, so we all get an accent when we're drunk. drunk. And he just had his first car yeah. ride. Okay, I that's said, all at play here. This thing went ten feet, ten feet big. It could jump fifty feet into bedrock and make mush. And this is my chauffeur, the driver. He could die yeah. happy. This man has just been on a Six Flags roller coaster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what that was for him at that Whoa. age to be like, let's yeah. go to Fox City. The rest City. of his life. How are you, Grandpa? Hey, uh, this car, this, uh, this automobile was 10 feet if it was a foot. Okay, Grandpa, I'm going to leave your porridge here. Okay. And He's then talking they, about a chiffonier again. The porridge reminds me of the mush. That was um. after the bedrock. We, then the car sprouted <laughs> wings and we flew to the sun and met Icarus. Grandpa, uh, I'm going to yeah. unplug you now, okay? Well, all right, goodbye. You know where I'll be. I'll just be thinking of my life inside that ten-foot car. <laughs> Woo! Um, 
This is a story out of Chicago. Fire hose is used to disperse a mob. The police succeeded. (laughs) Sounds racial. I'm concerned. (laughs) Well, it's also, you appreciate what it was like. Oh, this was, this was before people were like, just hose everybody. (laughs) Yeah, this is like, this might be the first time they did it. We're like, check this out. Look how it works. By the way, you take the the guy from the first article, put him in this mob. We've got a solution. We've got a solution. Yeah. The police succeeded finally in dispersing the mob which had gathered in the street on the west side for the purpose of seeing some manifestation in the haunted house. Okay. What? So it's it's actually you're actually wrong. It's not black. You're- it's not a it's not a, a, a racial thing. It's it's crazy white people. Wait. wait. <laughs> they had gathered to see a haunted house. Uh, uh, they they want to uh-huh. see a ghost. Yeah, they're, they want to see a ghost, but they're outside a house. They've come, to, they've come to see a ghost, and they're crowded out front. They're hoping <laughs> it's going to poke its head out the window or something. And so it's there's a giant so mob, and right. they're like, you guys got to get out of here. It's not haunted. Show us the ghost. And oh then they, my God. they were like, look, just hose them. Hose these hose people. Them hose them down. Well, hose okay, them. I have a question now. You know, as the person reading the microfiche, because I do imagine it's microfiche, Dave, is it just like all... Is it local and um, yeah, uh, all American? They, it's like, all mixed in. It's like just toggling new, back and forth. News, news. Is, there's no like local page. Okay. There, okay. there is some papers will have like a, a international page, international yeah. news, and and those papers usually suck because it's all like what the Queen do in Portugal, <laughs> okay. and it's boring. It actually, sounds quite interesting to some of us. Uh, <laughs> but then there's papers that just cover a lot of local stuff or like stuff around the United States. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's fun. all just a hodgepodge, and you just got to kind of yeah. figure out where you're at in any given story. Total. Okay. Total hodgepodge. <laughs> um, only by application of the fire hose could the could the clean the streets? Could they clean the streets? Probably. Uh-huh. The officials claim to have solved the mystery of the haunted house. They say that it was only a practical joke and that the success of the joke exceeded the expectations <laughs> of the perpetrators. And um, I believe that's the end of the story. Who <laughs> were the perpetrators? What was yep, the that's haunting? It. There's no Ooh. further to it. <laughs> this paper <Yeah>. infuriates me. <laughs> I'm furious. <laughs> As you have every right to be. You I've really never do. been angrier. Could you imagine? If I lived in Alaska in 1907, not only would I be probably a witch uh, by their estimation, but I would be angry every day. Yeah. This is like this is like you you're hearing a story from like your grandmother and you're like, okay, no, go who who's it's, the person? It's a kid. Yeah, it's you, a kid telling it's you a Sally. story. You know Sally. No, it's toddler. Yeah, vibes. A toddler. Yeah, a totally. Three year old's like, but then the ghost wasn't just a guy, so they used the hose. <laughs> On, wait, on who? Yeah, then the ghost was gone. There was the police. So what? Where was the police? Where? Yeah, because the guy was on fire. The car was ten feet. <laughs> the car went fifty feet and ten feet. Wait, it went mush. fifty and ten. Yeah, fifty and ten. But the other car fell hundred feet, and then they were okay. The and then she lit the on? clothes on fire, and then he had to go outside. Yeah, wait, it was outside. He? Were there clothes? Everybody's outside. Oh, my Lord. Livid. This is why they didn't let women read, because if women read, they would have been mad as hell. <laughs> and there goes the gossiping. The gossiping again. Then the gossiping starts, and then someone maybe got chloroformed. Or not Shut dead. up, Muriel. We're talking about how you're dead. So he killed her. I'm telling you right now. I'm right like, here. No, you're not. I'm alive. Oh, I think I, I, think I went. Alive. 
Oh, I think I went to the next page. I think that was the end of the paper. I went to the next page. Okay, so we're we're on to the next. Uh, it's August. I literally now. thought you just <laughs> jumped into a new paper on accident, I, and it would ne- it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, woman is experimenting with gasless machine. Oh my lord! She just, I have my name. She Ted. wants. I want a husband that does not fart constantly. <laughs> Here you are. She's building a robot. Yeah. Uh, August first uh, in New York, an aeroplane, a flying machine without a gas bag. <laughs> okay, without a gas bag. <laughs> explaining what an airplane is. <laughs> Wait, what, Dave? It's a flying machine without a gas bag. They're describing a not a not balloon is what they're doing. <laughs> A flying machine without a gas bag. Uh. Uh, is making exhibition flights bird. here today. <laughs> it is the invention of Miss E. Todd, who was formerly a stenographer in the patent office at Washington. Are they making... What? Is there... So... There, a woman has invented a, a, a gas bagless flying machine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Who just happened to work in the patent office? Are they insinuating something here? Are they well, saying that that she, she stole, stole took the, ideas yeah, idea. from the? Well, she knew. She knew what she could do. Do you know what I mean? She was like, yeah. "Wow, like you know what? I'm seeing a hole in the market. I can that get is, money out of this." That would That's be a great yep. grift, though, if you worked in the patent office. You're like, this is genius. Let's tell them we already have one of these. Yeah, someone already got one of those. It was me. <laughs> Sorry, denied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and someone did your idea, too. It was also me. <laughs> denied, because I got it. Started the paperwork yesterday. Pretty crazy. And, Naomi, you're not going to believe this, Naomi, but that's the end of the story. What the fuck? I want to throw my microphone across the fucking room. What? This is this is bullshit. Okay. Nobody knows. I feel dumber having read the paper. You have every. I don't know nothing about nothing. I know nothing. I know less. I have more questions. I'm more confused than when we began. You need to write a response paper. Put it in five the pages. Response, five the, new pages edition, the new edition of What the Fuck is Out. Yeah, there's a, there's like a little, it's like one of those things they put inside of the paper. Like, this is the thing that'll help you read the paper. <laughs> the paper's obviously batshit crazy. It would just be me doing follow-ups. It would just be like, okay, yeah. do you want to know what happened? Go to page seven. And then like you I track down seven. the 11-year-old boy. And I go, so why did you shoot him? And what were the repercussions? <laughs> yeah. Like, that would just be it. I'm looking for what we call a story, and uh, it's going to help the paper a lot, I think. If we could just find out who, what, how, and why. Okay, you shot him one time dead. Are you chilling? Are you in jail? Are you married? Okay. Okay. Next up, your husband. Okay, your wife said you need to go to jail for being drunk. Did you Uh, go? Will you go? We're reading. This is the follow-up times. The paper that makes sense of the paper. (laughs) Oh, this headline, Deadly Bullets of Paper. What the fuck? Bullets what? of paper or tallow produce far greater damage than metal ones when used Who? for short distance firing. Dave, look, okay, come on. No? No is the answer, right? No. No, no is no. absolutely the answer. <laughs> okay. No is 100%. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't going out on a limb. 
It was recently found on trial that whereas a metal bullet penetrated a deal plank one inch thick and left a neat hole, a paper bullet broke the plank. A paper bullet passing through six pieces of tin placed one foot apart buckled them Mm. up and made them useless. Whereas a metal bullet, and where does the story go? Whereas oh a metal That's bullet. It. That's it. That's a good question. Whereas a metal bullet. Oh, here it is. Merely left a small round hole. <laughs> wait, 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 is that what? the end? Yeah, I had to go up to the next page, and that's it all just, there was. It just said <laughs> left a small round hole? <laughs> just over. <laughs> Continued uh, on page 10. <laughs> no, sort of. Frank, we don't have different fonts. Yeah, we do. Wait a minute. minute. It was found that this happened. Yeah. Who found it? Why'd they find it? I'm afraid. To what end? I'm afraid. I bet you there's bad news, Naomi. I bet you. Was someone shot with a paper bullet? It's again. No, they were just testing. They were testing them out. And their idea is that since a paper bullet breaks, breaks the board. Yep. Yep. That it's that it's better than the bullet that goes into the board. Meaning they don't know what the fuck a bullet is. Why are they doing this, Dave? I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't understand. What? You want me to read the next thing? Because you're, you're gonna, you're probably just gonna leave. It really okay. explains why humans lack reading comprehension even now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah. Because like, it's like if this is what was going on in 1907, in a way, I would have thought it would have been better because there's not as much to talk about. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's not as much to do that you would think. They would be making a meal out of everything. And it seems right. like they really almost don't want you to know what's right. happening. Yeah. It's purposely yeah. vaguer than if they had all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Well, this next thing is just, there's a, this is just a tiny blurb. There's only one really remarkable set of children in the world whom everybody is dying to hear about, and every mother knows their pet names. That's well, the okay. whole I, fucking I, thing. Uh, <laughs> what? No, sorry. What do you mean yeah, that's you the whole thing? You have to repeat it. You have to repeat it, though. You have to What are you, you talking about? That? What am I talking about? That's yes, the sir. story, Gareth. And when you say that's the story, you mean there's nothing else there. There's a line above this and a line below it. That's the story. And it's an ad below uh, it, actually. May we, may we just, uh, per the request of now, may we hear it again, please? Sure. There's only one really remarkable set of children in the world whom everybody is dying to hear about, and every mother knows their pet names. And that's a single sentence. Uh-huh. Yep. There's a headline. And a story. It's a headline. Right okay. beneath it is the best dinner in Fairbanks, turkey and chicken <laughs> dinner, with, blue, with fresh blueberry pie, ice cream, or pudding. One dollar. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Okay, so we don't. Okay, so we All won't right. know their pet names or where these kids are. But uh, you gotta go back there. to the boxers, okay? Braintree yeah. lad, <laughs> Belfast spider. Belfast Every spider. mother knows their pet name. <laughs> this is the Belfast spider. He's the best. My baby this boy, is the, the Belfast street spider. cyclone. <laughs> All right, buddy. <sighs> Fuck out. Okay, uh, this one doesn't have a headline. It's just a blurb. Doesn't matter, Mister. Mr. Kudabaugh, who brought the first King Salmon into Hot Springs this season, was arrested for refusing to pay a road tax. At the time of this writing, he absolutely refuses to pay, claiming that the law is unconstitutional. 
He was fined $25 in costs, which he refuses to pay. If he does not pay, it will be it will mean about 20 days in jail at $2 a day. That guy's never getting out of jail. Right? First of all, $25 is a lot for a road tax. A lot. That's a lot. Uh, for well, I don't think I don't know if that that was the fine. He right. he just wouldn't pay. He wouldn't. The road tax was probably like, oh, I you know, see what you're saying. Ten cents or something. Wow. He's just being an asshole. But then he's, not, he's one of those guys. A day for twenty days. That's forty dollars. He's not doing that either. No, he's he's really dug a hole for himself. Even though he doesn't want to pay the tax for digging the hole. <laughs> he he has to pay for the jail. No, yeah, they're putting him in jail, and they're going to fine him $2 a day if he goes to jail. What kind of bull? That's, I don't think that's fair. I'm going to go on record. I don't think you should have to pay for jail. I think it's a way to <laughs> well, make you pay. Well, All right, yeah, well, are you checking they, out? Yeah. yeah, I'll serve my sentence. All right, it's going to be $4,800. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you got, you know, you ordered a lot of cell service. Did you get I'm anything for the mini bar? Did you make toilet wine? <laughs> then that's going to be an extra fee. All right. So let's total that so up. So $25 in 1908 is today would be 800 Ooh. Wow. That doesn't, that seems, I, I feel like, it would I, be crazier. I feel like the people don't like him. <laughs> the salmon king? Yeah. I think that, I think this, this cocky salmon guy, they're like, we're not interested in your bullshit anymore. Could <laughs> They're oh. done with him. Um, here's an interesting headline. Wanted to kill mother. What <laughs> the fuck? I'm so sorry. That is just... Yeah, is, it a, is there a colon after the wanted? Nope. Wanted is it to a wanted? Kill, a wanted Looking to kill for someone to mother. kill my sorry. mom. Okay, okay. All right. Wanted to kill the mother. Miss Rachel. This is from Dawson. I don't know where Dawson is. Uh, Creek. Miss Creek. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's do yeah. Creek. Well done. Miss M. Rachel... Pine, a daughter of Mrs. Rita, a storekeeper of Dawson, this morning fired a rifle at the 10-year-old son of Mrs. LaFell, her neighbor Jesus. in South Dawson. When arrested, she said she intended to kill the mother if she'd come to the door. Wow. But what settled a, for the son. But settled yeah, for what the 10-year-old. But when the boy came instead, she merely intended to frighten him. Oh, well then, yeah, then okay, then it's fine. You're just you're just, just trying scaring to scare a child. Yeah. <laughs> you're scaring a 10-year-old with a shooting a gun. What's the big deal? That's right. I shot him with a gun. Now, was he scared? Was he scared? I read. She has been committed for insanity. Oh, really? Wow. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, she'd been committed for insanity. The unfortunate woman had been a resident of Dawson for many years. That's the whole story. Wow. Oh, so she was like, a, she was known as a Dawson lunatic. And then <laughs> the, this was yeah. the straw. The, the Dawson shooter. Okay, right. we gotta wow. get a new issue of the follow-up times. I gotta go to whatever asylum they're keeping her in and go, Miss, yes. Miss, why did you want to shoot the mother? Dying to uh, know what she did to you. Was there gossip? Was yeah, there gossip? Honestly, a context. A little context. It's just everything's the Anything. action. A boy yeah. was shot at. A boy shot a man. A man <laughs> was lit on fire. Why? We don't uh, do that sort of news We here. don't get into that. That's none of my business. <laughs> We're not. You, you might want to read the Motivated Times. That's not what we do. 
Your cat really wants camera time. I know. He's just, I don't know he what his knows, deal is. Jose knows he's a star. Jose's uh, doing some really, of the best work on IG. So He's just, he is a crusher, <laughs> man, but I don't know how he knows the frame always. He's like, right over here, that'll be good. Yeah, he, he's really good. But like, Dave, I'm going to say that you're not giving your dog enough um, Instagram time. You know, I understand if you want to have your children have their own lives, but you're going to need to bring the dog to the main. You're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He he got shaved. They both got shaved because winter, the rain, the yeah. Matted. Here, wait, Dave. Yeah. Don't here. I'll do the headline version of your story. Dog shaved for weather. <laughs> there you go. That'll do. <sighs> uh, here's a headline: Man believed to be eaten by bear. <laughs> believed to be. Go on. Gnome. Well, we know Gnome is in Alaska, so we, we get that one. Uh, Sam Littin, who left the mine of Harry O'Donnell and C.C. Carpenter on March 20th, is believed to have been eaten by a bear on the Siberian coast. Okay. His sled and blankets have been found, but no trace of himself has ever been discovered, although search has been diligently made. This guy does not know how to write a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. O'Donnell is not quite sure that the man has been eaten, but Mr. Carpenter appears to be convinced of the fact. And he's... <laughs> I mean, One guy's yeah, like, I don't so think he's been eaten. The other guy's like, no, he's been eaten. Pretty sure. Hit his head, sure. fallen in snow, but he's just like, he got bear eaten. <laughs> he says that the natives are thoroughly convinced that Lighten has been devoured. Okay, well, now yeah. I believe it. If, if, the, if, yeah. the, if the indigenous folks I, are saying it, then it's, it's true. And I'm inclined to believe them as well, but also just fantastic if they killed him to just be like, probably a bear. Oh, that was my thought. <laughs> I said they killed him. They yeah. killed him and they said, a bear did it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? He, it looks like some of you are wearing his clothes. A bear gave them <laughs> to no. Interesting. The bear, the bear took them off before he ate them. Very I carefully wonder if they, and if they just like, they just were like, it's easy to fool the whites, so they just picked up like some snow and crushed it and were like, a bear ate him. Well, <laughs> all right. They they know they're more in harmony with the land. Thank you for helping. A bear ate him, everybody. I'm telling you, if I was indigenous and just a random white dude came up on the scene, I'd be like, we got to yeah. get him. We can't have him telling friends <laughs> yep. where we are. We can't have yeah. him coming yep. back with a search party. Yep. Shut yep. it down. Yep. Blame it on a bear. Keep 100%. Always. 100%. Always kill the white guy. Yes. Always kill the white guy. <laughs> Always. Don't, first Always. of all, we've said this, don't ever show the white where anything valuable is. Nothing Never valuable. Show the white. Don't be like, oh, yeah, we have gold. No, no. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you mind showing me where the gold is formed, friend? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the end of the story is just the unfortunate man was Russian. <laughs> was Russian? <laughs> By the way, yeah. I'm poking even more holes because uh, there's an Instagram account I follow in Russia, and they are living in harmony with bears more than <laughs> anyone else. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they got bears on picnics. The bears are, like, eating hot dogs, wrestling with them. They're breakdancing. They basically have bears in Adidas tracksuits over in Russia. <laughs> well, isn't there? Isn't that the phrase, like, Remember the phrase for, like, the Russian circus bear? Like, the idea that if there was yeah. a bear who could, like, ride right. a tricycle, it was Russian yeah, or something? Yeah, or, like, on a little ball. Yeah. They, they, I don't know what they're doing, but they are just, they, uh, somehow, they just have bear's number, and they're like, come over here. What's on the bear's like, you son of a bitch, I miss the hell out of you. <laughs> 
Here's a good headline. Two dogs cause shooting affray. Weird. Weird start. Mrs. William Taylor. (laughs) Mrs. William Taylor and Miss Ray Ward have trouble. That's... There was a small shooting affray on Fifth Avenue near Cushman Street yesterday between Miss William Taylor and Miss Ray Ward, both of whom reside in that neighborhood. And the trouble was caused over the ownership of two dogs that were then in Miss Taylor's possession. Okay, so the one lady was like, you stole my dog. I think so. Like, I'm going to shoot you. I think that's I think you just summed up the whole story. As a matter of fact, now it sounds like you're the person writing for this paper. Yeah. No, no, no. That wouldn't happen because they'd be like, it's a little too clear. Naomi, we need a little more murky stuff to kind of fog up what happened. Sorry. Two mammals stuck in room. Lady, shoot. Dog fight. Woman gun. There you go. And then we'll finish the story in three pages. Do you see how we do it over here? Uh, so the dogs had been brought in from the creeks and turned over to Miss Taylor, who took them home and placed them in one of the rooms of her cabin. After which she sat down on the front porch and began to read the newspaper. Okay. Okay. Sounds gorgeous. She's reading the paper. She's livid. She's getting angry like me. So that's how you get it. She's reading the paper and mad as hell. I just want to keep the rage up, so I'm going to go to the porch and have a bunch of questions about the words I'm reading. I love that the only time this newspaper gives a detail is when someone's reading the newspaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's just like a selfish plug. While there, she noticed a woman coming towards the cabin, and when the woman got closer, she saw that it was Mrs. Ward. She claims that the ward woman, wow, you know, right wow. now, now we there have we a go. villain because when go. you call the someone ward the ward woman, woman. <laughs> there we go. She claims that the ward woman made a dive for her gate and came on the porch and struck her, calling her names and claiming that the dogs which she had in her possession belonged to her. Dog fight. So someone must have seen Taylor take the dogs. Yeah. Told which Ward. She did, yeah. Yeah. And then she dove She's, through the gate. Sure. And then she dove. We, yeah, that, okay. It's a bit strange. Exactly. She says she tried to keep the ward woman from entering her cabin and coaxing the dogs off, but that she was pushed away, and then she decided to go into the house and get her gun. The woman on the porch did. So, essentially, yes. this she one like, woman yes. took her dogs, and then she's like, what are you doing? Relax. You can't go in there. That's my house. And she's like, give me my dogs back. And then, and then, and then, and then, yeah. the, and then I guess she, the ward woman went in, and the Taylor woman, whose house it was, got her gun. Got a gun. Right. And by the time she got the gun and came out, it appears the ward woman had coaxed the dogs outside the gate and was about to make off with them. Her dogs. I think that. Well, I that's think, the question, right? Because obviously, yeah. The, first of all, the ward woman makes her entire existence sound suspect. So they're yep. leading us to believe that, like. The ward woman says these are her dogs, but we don't believe that. The right. Taylor right. woman said these are my dogs because you know you always keep a, keep your dogs in one room of your cabin. Yeah, you yours. have the dog room. I know we all have the <laughs> yeah, dog room. You lock them up in the dog room. <laughs> this is the master dog. <laughs> uh, so Ward, this is Ward. She soon put a stop to that by hit- oh no taylor she soon put a stop to that by hitting the ward woman over the head with the butt of the revolver 
Whoa. Jesus Christ. So the ward woman is making off of the dogs. She runs up behind her and hits her on the head. Mm-hmm. Right. She says that the second time she hit the woman, the revolver okay. went off, and this had the effect of driving her away. Well, also you hitting her on the head. I would That'll say there were two it. things. That'll oh my it. God, gunfire! <laughs> I'm out of here. I, I'm bludgeoning. I'd I hang know. out for, but that's a very. Not, it is was it a race? It was just. Did I was the just race hitting someone start? on the head with my gun, and it went off. Oh. <clears throat> the Taylor woman then went to police headquarters to report the affair, and she claims that while gone, the police chief went to her cabin and got both the revolver and the dogs and gave the dogs to the ward woman who had accompanied him there. So she stole the fucking dogs. Right. The lady comes back to get her dogs. She, the right. woman takes her dogs. Then this, the dog thief, who is not being called the ward woman. No. The dog thief is the bad person. Bludgeons she then her. hits her on the head, shoots the gun, and the ward woman goes, take and the then, fucking dogs, goes to the cops, and then and she then goes she, to the cops, too. She Karens herself over to the cops and is say, like, this is, you're not going to believe what Karens. this lady's head this did to my gun. Yeah. Yep. yeah. This yeah, is yeah, Karen yeah. town. This is Taylor to Karen's. Karen. You know yep. white women are possessive of dogs. You can't just yeah. be, you know what I mean? Don't be fucking with yep. a white woman's dog because she will no, come no. for you. She will come for you. <laughs> and and this is our new TV show, and it's called Karen Town. But yeah. also I'm going to tell you this is the most detailed story of the entire yeah. newspaper. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is the only story. We got quotes. We got the end result of the actions. What yep. This is, is the end of the paper. This is at the end. It's like it's the first paper they ever wrote. They're like, you know what? I think as we go through this, what really helps are details, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Seems really be enjoyable in this format. Am I crazy? Uh, so right. So he goes back to the house. The cop. gets the lady's guns because she couldn't. She shouldn't have them. Wow. And also takes the dogs and gives hers. them to Miss Ward, who goes to the house with him. Uh, upon returning to her cabin and learning of this, she returned. So she now she goes back to her house, finds yeah. out the dog's gone and the guns are gone. Upon I've returning been to her cabin and, of and learning of this, mine. <laughs> she goes back to police headquarters. And after telling her story to several deputies and the district attorney, she succeeded in getting the two dogs back. What? The what ward the woman, however, has pressed charges against her. There is no resolution. <laughs> I the cops. I don't know what's happening. Wow. Here's something. I, I'm not I, Dave. You know I back the blue all the time. But <laughs> what what are the cops doing? The cops are just like everybody's innocent and guilty. All right, you want the dog? She asked last. You mind if we give her the? You each get. We're gonna King Solomon these canines if that's cool with everybody. Well, it's like whichever cop you get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Mrs. Ward, she talked to Gerald, and Gerald was like, yeah. "Let's get your dogs, okay?" You then Miss Taylor, back. she talked to Jefferson, and Jefferson was like, "Let's get your dogs." And so we it's need like to whichever get those cop dogs. you find, it's gonna be the person who's like, "You know what, girl? You're right." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just. It's just insanity. Uh, all right, want to just do right, one David. last one? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Bride kidnapped by her mother. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm in. Um, yeah, uh, this is out of Chicago. Uh, when Dr. Fitzgerald of San Francisco arrived here today to marry Ethel Ludwig, he found that the girl's mother had kidnapped her. The mother had induced the girl to the... 
to accompany her in an automobile the night before and had fled from the city to parts unknown. Miss Ludwig is a graduate of Stanford and the doctor became acquainted with her there. He declares that he will follow up the party and will retake the girl by force. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jeez, but we don't know why the mother kidnapped her. No, we got to find her first. She might not have liked his attitude. (laughs) I will take her by force. She ith my possession. <laughs> they got this bride is getting dogged. She's very in the middle. I feel so bad for her. It's like everyone wants to take her, and she's like, "I just want to hang out in my house. I have a college yeah. degree. Can I go get a job?" <laughs> You're like mine. You're mine. No, she's mine. <sighs> wow! Well, wow! What a I didn't beautiful expect love that. story. This is gorgeous. That is a beautiful this love story. Gorge. This was tumultuous. It was confusing. It was unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just there's been very little closure. It yeah. almost feels like a. F- I would imagine it's what it's like if you're chloroformed and open a paper and you're just like, <laughs> I'm not able to really perceive or process what I'm reading, but there's a lot of words that are familiar. What do you think the uh, application process is for writing for the paper? <laughs> Are you, you drunk? Own it, Get think. in here. Start typing. <laughs> Are you <laughs> hammered? I went outside. You want to know what I saw? And then it's just like, I only saw the beginning Don't. of everything. <laughs> Don't get too far into what you saw. Just remember, you went outside. Now have some rum. Start typing, my man. Welcome to the world of the Fairfield paper. Uh, what a nightmare. Well, Naomi, thank you for joining us again for being our, our yeah. first two-timer. That was so uh, fun. You're... You guys keep me young, and you keep me uninformed, and I just thank you for that. Well, you're very it's you're very welcome. It's I do a lot of the research for these I things. Know. And I um, know. your podcast, Couples, Couples Therapy, uh, fantastic listen. Fantastic podcast to do, too. I know I said that before, but it is a very... I think it, like there's so many podcasts where you're just like, eh, okay, this has a, you're very, you know, you're in control. It's where you labeled me a fuck boy. And probably once a week, someone on Twitter is like, shut up, fuck boy. So. <laughs> I do go hard. Okay. We yeah, answer you go relationship hard. questions. I also judge my guests very harshly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, Dave, you're cold. You're terrifying. Gareth, you're a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's just how you start the conversation, you guys. And then you yeah. go yep. from there. You go that's from right. there. That's right. That's Drop right. the bomb. Count the limbs later. That's uh, that's yep. the move. Uh, yep. Well, thank you. Again. And you're also like doing a ton of other shit. I mean, you are really you're all over the place. So well, you can people... watch Mythic Quest on Apple TV. That's always a good time. There we you go. You know, I try to leave the house to do stand up. But y'all, I really like being in my house. And, yeah. you know, just hanging out. Well, you life. can go. You're on. Uh, what, what's the Netflix one that you're on? You have the uh, a half hour. The stand-ups, you're on there, and a great a great set, a great experience if you Thanks. can't see you in person. Oh, that's um, my time with David Letterman. That's a little five-minute set in an interview. I got to touch Dave Letterman's beard, so you'll hey. want to see that, too. Wow. What was yeah. it like? Cotton candy. Yeah. Oh this it's is cotton a candy, yes. This is a must. Oh, no, he's married. <laughs> you can taste a man's beard. It's got nothing to do with... It's not sexual. <laughs> Some of these days You'll miss me, honey